Hello everyone. I'm Nimisha. I'm Lavanya and you're listening to Monday Morning Yellows. We are so excited to have our first guest on our podcast today. Menaka Aunty has introduced me to some super fun characters like Rubina, Lenin, Gappu to her books. Menaka is a parent to two young boys and Woody, her adorable cocker spaniel. Minka is a children's book author and also regularly writes columns on parenting and books for various papers and magazines. We are very happy to welcome the super cool mom and the super fun author on our podcast today. Welcome to the show Minka. We're so thrilled and happy to have you. Yeah. Welcome to the show Minka and Hi Lavanya, hi Nimisha. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. We are starting our season 2. The first person we are interviewing. See, and Woody's barking right on yeah. cue outside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cute. It's it's a, it's all sort of a welcome bark. How old is Woody? Woody is about two and a half years old now. And and thank you. I'm very honored to be the first guest on on this season of your podcast. I listened to all the episodes from season one, and I really enjoyed them. You're welcome. Thank you so much. Thanks, Minika. But tell me, how has it been managing multiple consulting assignments and two boys and a puppy? Can you tell me a little bit about how your day goes? Generally, the whole parenting experience or journey. <laughs> Oh my god, I wish I had like this really amazing inspiring answer to give you about how I get it done. The the truth is that um I mean some parts are in their place but uh, a lot of days honestly feel very chaotic especially now because everyone's been at home together for the last, you know, 6 months. Yeah. I think before when before covid, you know, everyone would leave for school in the morning and um you know my partner would go to work and things like that and it just would be me and Woody at home and then you know I would have my day planned out sure. uh, but that's of course all changed now in the last 6 months and um we we found some now with online school there's a bit of a rhythm sure but it is chaotic it is a little hectic it is a little insane sometimes we lose our tempers with each other and I'm constantly shushing people when I'm trying to be on a call or when <laughs> the power goes Woody's barking. Yeah, so I think it is it is challenging. I won't I I don't want to give this kind of oh yeah, it's it is challenging. Some days I wonder why I say yes to the things I say yes to <laughs> and I kind of <laughs> I want to cancel my day and just stay in bed with a book. Sure. Um it's 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 a lot. Like a spe- I think for example the last 3 days have been really hectic. I got a chance to to do a really interesting interview with someone I admire tremendously. but it came in the last minute and you know i couldn't say no to it because it was someone someone just that i i'm so in awe of and but then after i said yes i was so stressed because i had all these other deadlines and this was this like very in between last minute kind of thing and i was so stressed and i was just so anxious about it and um but you know that's how it is that is i think when you when you consult when you freelance when you're trying to do multiple things um It, it 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 can get a little haywire i'm also not the most planned person in the world i'm not the most i have a diary and i have everything written down but you know i tend to forget things and i tend to be a little all over the place so we find a way to make it work you know we find a way to to get things done um i'm i'm 
I'm also a regular follower follower of your mothership articles, and I find uh, uh, first of all they're all they're a lot of fun, and I gather that you have a very cool and easy way of just dealing with your children. What would you call as your parenting style in general? Oh gosh, um, you know I think there are. I think all parents have. If you ask my kids, I don't know. First of all, if they'd say I was as cool as everyone else thinks I am, they'd probably think I was a bit of a Hitler at home on certain things. But I think there are some things that I'm, I'm very okay with, and there are some things I'm, you know, that I I'm willing to let go of and not be very strict on. And I think, like all parents, there are other things that I'm particular about. Um, so I think also, for example, I'll. I let certain things slide, but I'll. There are other things, you know. I'll I'll enforce a little bit. I think I. De- I think mostly I would say that my parenting style is one of open conversations. I don't think with my children, there is there's nothing that's off the table for discussion, whatever it is. Um, if whatever they come and ask me, whatever they come and want to know about, I will tell them as honestly and truthfully as I can. In an age-appropriate way, right? Because I have a nine-year-old and a twelve-year-old, sure. so I think it is very much about just just always kind of being um, honest with them, having those conversations and keeping that channel of communication open with them. And also, I'm very like I know when I mess up. I know when I've not done the best that I could do for them in a particular situation or an, any given day. So I'll go and apologize. I have no. I'll very very just go and say I'm really sorry. I messed up there, sure. or I wasn't. The best parent that could be. So I think, um, you know, in that sense, we—they're very forgiving. Also, thank God. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd be in trouble. But I think, um, yeah, I—I I would say that's probably uh, how I kind of try and look at it, and uh, not to, yeah. Though of course, on some days I'll forget all of this and I'll be just uh, horrible to them all day long. <laughs> Well, that's excellent. I think uh, it's very interesting that you actually brought up, uh, you know, having a very open conversation. That's that's a very nice uh, need of the our parenting style, I would say, given all that all the information that they get yeah. to consume, right? So, yeah, um, I think there's just so much information available. The fact that they can actually come up to a parent and talk about it itself is it's a great um, sign. Um, and then it brings me to the most interesting topic uh, uh, for the day. Nimisha is also very curious to know about is um, about you being a children's book writer. When did you become a children's author? Okay, so I think I published my first book, which my first picture book for children, which was a, a book called Amma. There's a bat in my sambar. I published it with Pratham Books. Uh-huh. And that was published about in twenty twenty. I think in two thousand seventeen that book came out. Um, yeah, so that was that was my first foray. I I'd always been writing, um, you know, throughout. So Nimisha, from the time I was around your age, uh, you know, I'd always kept a diary and a journal, and I always used to like writing outrageous, crazy stories that you know, uh, full of. Uh, fantasy and nonsense, and just kind of make-believe situations, which I would put myself in. Of course, I would be the the heroine of all my stories, doing all these amazing things. Um, so you know, and I would illustrate them and things like that. And I've always loved writing throughout. Um, and then I I joined advertising for a while. I was a copywriter in advertising, 
and then somewhere along the way i started writing for newspapers and magazines but i'd never really thought i would ever write books for children i always kind of somewhere at the back of my head i thought oh it would be nice if i published a collection of short stories someday or something like that but i never thought i'd do picture books for children um and then in 2017 2016 i joined pratham books which is a non-profit children's publishing house based here in bangalore and also with an office in delhi and i've been and i was doing social media and communications for um a platform of theirs called the story weaver platform and of course there it was then suddenly and sorry if i can backtrack also of course having uh, children of my own um kind of took me back to to kind of rediscovering children's books right sure when i had kids i wanted to read to them and so i kind of went back into this um um so then when i joined pratham books again i was just exposed to this wonderful way in which books are created for children and i found that very fascinating and we had um a lovely editor join the team called bijal bacharajani okay. and bijal um had been reading my columns for a while and you know and she was the one who said well you have such an interesting voice why don't you write write a book for children why don't you try writing something and you know i thought she was kidding and i thought bijal was joking around i said yeah i'll write something bijal and then uh and then i actually for fun wrote down uh, amma there's a bat in my samba it was it was based on a story that a former mentor of mine had told me about bats in her garden and how they would enter the her home and i just found that so interesting so and i wrote it for fun and i read it out to my kids and they laughed and i took it to work the next day and i read it to her and you know and i actually performed it in front of the office as a joke and she said yeah i'll take it and i still didn't believe her wow. <laughs> until until she gave me the author's contract and said actually wow. no we are really to publish your book so that was the start and um and yeah so i think since then uh, in the span of about 3 years i've published nine books for children picture wow. books for children and i've appeared in a couple of anthologies of short stories for children so yeah it all just started thanks to bijal thank you bijal if you're listening to this amazing that's so lovely in fact our next question was um did you always want to become a writer even as a child i think which you which you also said you did so i think that's a great lesson for kids like nimisha you know to uh make note of which is excellent it's lovely to listen and then the fact that you actually written nine books is very very kudos to you mental excellent job. thank you did you like reading as a child reading also yeah oh yeah a lot a lot i used to i in fact um so i think my my favorite picture books as a child i don't know if you've read these books uh, namisha uh it's called miffy the rabbit and there these um those were some of my earliest picture books that i i i still remember very strongly reading those and of course um we would read a lot of tinkle and champak magazine and things like that and then as i got older i think my favorite author for the longest time was roald dahl um and i used to just love yeah i used to love roald dahl books um so i you know would read all of his books and so yes i always um i always always loved reading um i grew up uh, in madras and you know in madras there's a little lending library on every street corner and so uh, we had a library near my school called ishwari lending library and i remember after school once a week um as you know when she picked us up from school my mum would would you know drop us there and wait and we would go in and pick books to read and that's okay. my or my father would take me on weekends and um yeah so i always had about 10 or 12 books at home 
that I would read and then I would look forward to the next visit to the library. Um, and so, yeah, I, I, you know, I kind of just have, I've grown up with books and I've always have to have a book on me in my bag when I'm out or on my bedside table. And um, yeah, I can't imagine not reading at any given point of time. So lovely. I love the story of the little library. I think we all have childhood memories about a little library. I'm not sure if Nimisha has a <laughs> library memory. It's it's sad how kind of li- uh, those those small libraries yeah. no longer. Yeah. You know, I think in Madras they're still there, but yeah. I've I've lived in Bombay. I live in Bangalore now, and I just don't see them. Also, because I think we live now in these expanding suburbs and. Right. Uh, that kind of sense of a neighborhood library is gone which is very sad and I think it's such a great I really still enjoy going to Blossoms and you know buying pre-loved books which is also nice you know Uh, and also I remember as a child uh, a couple of times um, not as a child in fact uh, when I was probably about 15, 16 they closed down a neighborhood library so my mom got us this whole um, you know box of books we were so thrilled it's really sad it's really sad that there are the libraries libraries aren't there anymore as it, as it used to be but anyway children still get a lot of exposure to books which is a good thing so um do you think reading more books would help you become a bigger and more famous writer i don't know if i'll become a, a more famous writer but i think the more you read i think definitely the better a writer you become um, you know, so even now, if I'm asked by someone to write uh, a book about something, the first thing that, of course, I'll do some research and things like that. But one of the things I love to do is I love to go and um, and go and read kind of uh, a lot of picture books in that genre. Or if it's um, middle grade fiction, I like to go and read, you know, those things because I think there's just so much to learn from what um, from what other people are doing. And uh, and I think it kind of it, it keeps you inspired. It teaches you so much. So I think in anything, in any profession that you do, you have to kind of keep ahead of um, of what's happening in your kind of chosen field. And I think if you're a, a picture book author or an illustrator, I think definitely that holds true. Um, and more than any, it's just inspiration. It's it's um, there's so much to learn from other authors. So absolutely, I think it makes a huge difference to the kind of writer that you would be. Interesting. Actually, that is our next question is sort of based on that. Yes, go ahead, Namcha. How do you get inspired to write these stories? I love Baku and even Lenin. Thank you. Um, so I think the ideas come from all kinds of places. Um, I can, I can never really tell where an idea is going to to come from. So when I, I the idea for Gapu actually, I was in uh, Bombay attending um, a workshop. For, uh, conducted by Pratham Books and it was for theatre professionals and the idea was to kind of tap into their kind of skills and knowledge and see if we could you know work with them to write um, books for very young readers sure. and one of and so just to kind of give you some background Pratham Books also works with so many non-profits and educational organizations across the country and so very often we get to hear back from from teachers or from librarians saying, you know, these are the kind of books that we would love to see more of. And that often kind of will filter back into the editorial choices that are made. Um, so I think that your one of the editors who was at the workshop said, oh, we'd, we'd love to see books about, you know, about dance because there just aren't enough picture books about dance at the moment. And I, I don't know, when they said that, I kind of immediately thought of my two boys 
who hate dance class uh, and who who are always um you know who'll always be in the last row hiding behind everyone uh, even if they're the shortest in the class for example and they'll be doing like their steps like very awkwardly and very kind of you know minimal, minimal movement because they just don't like dancing and then i thought from there i thought about what if there was just you know a, a kid who loved dance who wanted to be center stage and really really loved dancing and that's where the idea came from for gappu and of course then i thought of her doing the steps wrong and things like that um so really it was it just came you know i just thought of that and then the, the story came from there and again in um lenin's uh, case lenin's guests that was again at another workshop where we were given two very odd words that we had to then try and think of a story about and i was paired up with actually the editor of this book called yamini vijayan and yamini and i were just kind of talking about you know picture how we love picture books that have exaggeration in them because it's right. just so fun you know uh, or to have something just really crazy happen and how how it's lovely they lovely that is to read uh, as an adult and even for children so then we thought of and i think one of the words in that book was uh, vessel and another word was guest Yeah. So really, uh, from there we kind of said, "Oh, okay, this you know, vessel means kitchen, and what can you make?" And there was juice. And when we said guests, we said, "Why don't we have two really unexpected guests and yeah. have them be so different from each other?" So of course, then they turned out to be who they are. So yeah, so I think books come from all over. Sometimes I'm asked very specifically to write about a particular topic. I've written a book about um, child rights, for example, which was to explain what basic uh, rights all children have under. uh the united nations uh human rights convention so that was a very specific kind of topic and theme uh i've been asked to write uh i've written a book about what microbiologists do what their work is like so again that was a very specific brief but then i got to speak to um two very amazing scientists uh to kind of base that book on so yeah sometimes i get to kind of write what i like and sometimes it's a more specific fantastic uh, menaka i mean to actually get that story around vessel and guest and to bring uh, lenin's guest is just really really amazing we love that book uh, in fact uh, now that you say vessels and we're just thinking of you know the pictures come alive the illustrations are fantastic in all your books in fact we no, love the amazing same. yeah yeah and um, so out of all the books you have written which do you love the most <laughs> oh that's so hard. I have to say I love all of them. Um Hmm. So I I think each book I uh I have a very kind of soft spot for for different reasons. Uh I think uh Amma there's a bat in my samba is my first picture book so that's very very special to me. Um Gappu I think just because of the reactions I've gotten for the book from so many people uh I just think that's it's amazing, and I never thought that people would respond to Kapoor the way uh, they have. I think Lenin also because um, it's such a it's a very whimsical book, you yeah. know. You where you know a boy opens the door to his house and you know has these two characters standing outside. So I think for that, and I just love that um, my editor Yamini and Pratham Books as well just you know had the space to to allow for books like that to yeah. to to be published. I also have another favorite book, which is um, the Trouble with Trouble, which is a, about a very naughty dog and a very very misbehaving yeah, dog. And yeah, so that that was based uh, that was based on, of course, Woody and all the terrible things that he gets up to <laughs> when he was a puppy. So I do love that book as well. 
very nice we are yet to read trouble uh, with the trouble uh, so i yeah, that's that should uh, that's still on story weaver and i'm hoping it'll be in print sometime sure. good luck with that we we really can't wait to read that in fact i'd probably go to uh, story weaver and read it right after this uh, record you know um and okay okay you can ask your questions yeah so like when did you get a dog and how did you get inspired to think of the your dog to become the character of the story okay well so we um so we i never i never had a dog growing up uh, i've never had pets um uh, my husband had a dog when he was a child and of course uh, as luck would have it both my boys loved dogs and so and uh, so they love dogs and also all their both cu- cousins on you know both sides also have dogs so uh, i would hear this everyone has a dog but us and this is so unfair and this is so terrible <laughs> and um, so i think just they they just kept like when are we getting a dog and why can't we have a dog and it was you know quite relentless so i think i was never averse to the idea of having a dog but i also realized that bringing a dog home is a huge responsibility especially in the early months you know when they're settling down and you're training them uh, they do need someone at home to be able to kind of care for them and look after them uh, till they're a little grown up so uh, as luck would have it i was planning to take a break from work and kind of uh, to take some time off to write for about a year and since i knew that that was coming up we kind of discussed and said okay now is the time for us to maybe get a dog because i knew that i would be at home for most part uh, of the day uh and so we said okay and of course once we said we'd get a dog we uh, we got into this whole thing of now let's find a dog uh we were uh, very keen to adopt and of course we went to Woody and we brought him home with us that day so that um that as they say is, is is how it happened and he's now been with us for over 2 years and wow. he is he's a great source of of entertainment and comfort to us all at home especially during the lockdown he's just it's it's so lovely to have him here to distract all of us yes okay. i have two more questions can i finish no let below do you want her to also answer how did she think of actually writing about uh, uh woody who how did okay. the character become an, a character in a book So I of course once I got uh, Woody I stopped posting pictures of my children on Instagram and only posted pictures of Woody and as a as a friend commented she says I don't see your kids at all now I only see your dog and um, again the wonderful Vijal my editor at Pratham Books she loved she loved seeing the posts and she would love seeing pictures of Woody which I would send her on WhatsApp and I would tell her about all he was really naughty he was a very 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 heated she said you why why don't you write a book about a naughty dog and that really then one side uh, she said that all then i had to do was kind of but i did kind of ask my other friends who had dogs what are the what are the worst things your dogs your dog has done and i got such entertaining answers and replies from all of them <laughs> and then it was a question of just kind of putting it all together and, and writing very nice lovely how did you think of rubina oh rubina again uh, i love rubina you know um some someone asked me is rubina you like are you so do you love yourself that much and i said actually no i think uh, rubina's you know the things rubina tells herself she's my inspiration she's my hero if i i really wish i was more like her and i had that kind of self love that she has for herself 
um and so i kind of wrote it as that like you know as i was writing it i was telling myself this is how all of us should be this is how i should be mm-hmm. um again there was uh, the the brief and this editor was uh, shinibali mitra segal and her brief again was she wanted books about you know emotional learning um social and emotional learning so the original story of course was very long and i think i had uh, as any many writers like to do they want to cram all the ideas they have into this one book and <laughs> put it out but uh she is an excellent editor along with chetana vasudev and they both beautifully edited the book and i think we did what it was so i think yeah she's she's she rubina who is who i want to be when i grow up not bothered so much about what other people think and love myself no matter what Lovely. We love Rubina too. Such a lovely book. If I were to become an author, what was the first tip you would give me? Hmm. Wow. Um. You know, I would tell you to to write what you want, and to write what you love writing about, and what you're interested in, and to be free with your writing, and not be so bothered. What um. I might get into trouble for saying this. Okay, don't tell your teachers I told you this. Don't worry about what your teachers say. It's just to write for yourself. Enjoy writing. Love writing. Um, and and I think read a lot. I think when we read, uh, the more we read, the better writers we become. So just keep reading and read what you like to read. That's great. I think that's 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 a lovely note to sort of uh, uh, bring this conversation to a conclusion, uh, Menika. To you know, to write as you want. Just. without restricting your uh, um you know ideas thoughts just write because you want to and you like what you're writing isn't that a good lesson to me yeah i want to do this also okay yes you have excellent keep writing that's what auntie is saying it doesn't have to always make sense <laughs> thank you so much meenka thanks for taking your time and you know spending uh your afternoon with us it's just lovely catching up with you as always i really enjoy uh talking to you and it's just some great inputs that you've given us so thank you so much i really really appreciate it nimisha do you want to say something thank you yeah um tell me if you're going to publish your next book i'm going to log into whichever online or whatever where the book is and go to look okay <laughs> okay Okay, thank you so much. I I have. Telling me that information. Okay, I have a a short story coming out in an anthology by Intact at the end of this year. Oh. I'm hopefully fingers crossed have my first chapter book, which should be published before the end of the year. Uh, and I'm excited about that. And I'm again looking forward to another picture book that should come out next year sometime. But I'm still I'm still writing and rewriting and editing that myself before I send it out. So those are the It's three things I'm excited. Really can't wait. We can't wait to read it. Thanks. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much for talking to me, Namisha. And um, maybe one day when you're happy, when you when you feel like you can share a story that you've written with me, I'd love to read it. Okay, sure. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you, Lavanya. It was great fun talking to both of you. We thoroughly enjoyed this conversation with Menika. Hope you did too. We will soon be back with another fun guest on Monday morning yellows. Until then, cook up those stories and write them down. You never know, you may become a writer soon. We are here to chase away your Monday blues and bring some sunshine yellows. Ta-ta. Ta-ta.